This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ah, touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Morgan Studio. We got started a little early today because, as you can imagine, it is a pretty crazy start to week six, week 16. Can you believe it, Rob? We're here. We're ready. We got a playoff push. We got Zeke week. We got Zeke miss. Seahawks coming in on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot going on. So you guys better be ready. It's Buckle 100, up. 100 miles an hour. 100 miles an hour. Get so Zeke in the picture. What, what's he doing way over there? I know he's kind of hanging out, waiting for somebody. He's, to play in, the he's in the house. There we go. Put him he in. is in the house, and he, he met with Garrett and Coach Brown yesterday. Expected to meet with Jerry Jones today. If you could imagine, what do you think is the first topic Jerry Jones and Zeke will be discussing today? How was Cabo? That would be a great question. Did you go to the office? Who are you? Yeah. Did you go to the office? What do you mean? It's the greatest. Beach bar in oh Cabo. oh thank you Mickey I didn't Mickey's make it. a regular there I was kind of like uh, at the where did I where did I go? Squid Row is where I went Squid Cabo. Row Squid is a popular Row. one yeah for the Spring Breakers the office yeah, that's me Spring Breaker so you've been personally I have so you, forty t- you sit out on tables on the beach and you're supposed to have one margarita at the most two that sounds like Pat O'Brien's of Mexico I went the distance and had that third one there you go they were right. 42 days in Cabo, Mexico during his six-week suspension and 42 days, the upcoming title of his documentary. Hmm. How long's the documentary? The documentary, I'm assuming what I've heard from his sizzle reel ah. that was released yesterday nice. is that it's probably going to be about an hour or so. But hmm. you know how these things goes once they get to the editing and all that. They may say, hey, we're going to do a four-part series or something like that. Where's it going to air? I'm not sure, but the sizzle reel was released on NFL Network, so that might be your best bet. Mm -hmm. But it might be his own people. They might be doing something through Netflix now with all the different streaming opportunities. Is this like a reflective, I'm sitting in my room and I feel bad that I'm not helping my team get in the playoffs and that kind of thing? Remember yesterday or last week when we were discussing about how Eric Dickerson came out and said, you know, his bet with him. Sure. Eric Dickerson will obviously appear in the documentary because – you guys all saw the photos on Sunday Night Football. Ezekiel Elliott, trim, thin, you know, thin, fabulous haircut now. He's ready to go. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of interviews with probably his family. Yeah. Apparently, the only two days he left throughout the entire suspension was two days to go back to St. Louis for Thanksgiving. Okay. Why would you leave Cabo in the first place? <laughs> Make him come maybe to you? They maybe they don't have good turkey down there. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm assuming it's going to be interviews with his family, uh, Eric Dickerson, probably some other former players that he might have had go down there, a trainer, a nutritionist. So we're going to watch him work out for 42 days is what yeah, we're going to do. Yeah, I think you might see a bunch of different things. I it mean, better be more than 30 minutes. Yeah, That's all I got to say. get his hair cut. You know, you're going to see him go to the Mavs game last night with his mom. I guarantee you, you're going to see him watching a few Cowboys games. I'm looking games. forward to seeing him play football. Well, you have Wednesday for that. Yeah. Wednesday <laughs> for that. And yeah. You know, as everyone's expecting, Jason Garrett was pretty on status for the way that he answered the questions yesterday. Just said, let's just get him back into it. Sure. Get him back into practice on yeah. Wednesday, like you said. And Jerry Jones said today, when asked about kind of his workload, let's get him into it, get him all the carries. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you have any choice. Put him in there and let's go. Where is Bud out? Wear him out. Two games. Yeah, I mean, not, legs, right? yeah, you, you know, Two games. You've got you've got to figure this out. I mean, you've got to figure out a way to get in the playoffs and his best way of doing it. And you know, he ought to be he ought to be foaming at the mouth after watching the the Rams film this morning of Seattle. Seattle did a poor job of tackling in that game last week. So any running back that has a you know has the ability of Ezekiel, it has the uh, opportunity to have a big day, and they're going to need a big day from him. And you might want to throw him the ball because they yeah. didn't cover Todd Gurley once. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Is there any adjustment, though, in terms of football shape? I mean, he can work out. No, go play. I, I'm, I know you got to wear him out, but I'm just saying, is there there's an adjustment beyond well, three days of practice? I well, he probably won't be able to walk on Monday and Tuesday yeah. of the next week. Yeah. I talked to Gary Brown about that because I was curious about that, too. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, if you're gone for this long, like, how do you work out? And he goes, he knows how to do different things that he needs to do, you know, different footwork type of things like that. And then he said, you know, to me, it's like, 
he kind of compared it to when these guys come in from the draft, you know, and they have to go play some OTAs. Obviously, they're getting ready for the season and they have the full off season. But he said, you know, when they're working out, they're not working out like the guys who are already veterans in this locker room. They're doing their weird combine workouts and different things like that. He said he's already got an advantage over than that. I think he's talking about the the the, the pounding, the everyday. Well, pounding. I, I say that, yeah, and I say that, and really, there's no way to simulate that until you get to Sunday. Yeah, because they're not exactly. going to be yeah. beat up on each other during the week anyway. No, he so doesn't take any shots. He, any, anyway. Yeah, the first time he tackles the ball, he doesn't fumble. Yeah, yeah, because he hadn't done that. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, who had never had a fumble in his. Like peewee days, high oh, school no. days, he was college good. days. First, first, is that right? Yep. Wow. Good protecting the yeah. ball there. So the Cowboys have already made a few moves in anticipation for Zeke coming back. They released Trey Williams from mm-hmm. the active roster, released Aaron Green from the practice squad, and Zeke is now moved from the reserve suspended list to the reserve exempt list. But he's not officially on the fifty-three as of yet. So yeah, they they have an open roster spot technically. I think this is the same thing that happened when David Irving came back from suspension. I think it's a week. Right. Uh, to you know, if, if technically, if you don't think he's ready to play, you don't have to activate him for this weekend. But I imagine he'll be on the yeah. field and ready to go, and then you'd be at fifty-three. You'll get that email either Friday or Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we can all expect. Like that. when they how they adjust their, uh, their <laughs> guys not making the trip. Not, yeah, exactly. Right. Everybody's figuring out, looking at the manifest. Oh, so and so is not on the plane this week, and then right. they have to come out and say, well, he's not playing this week. Yeah. So even after a crazy end to the Sunday night football game, all the players were pretty much asked about Zeke's return, looking ahead of the two games with the Cowboys playoffs. So still pretty much alive. So Dak saying, miss my best friend. Dez being very excited about him. Terrence Williams was yelling in the locker room, the league ain't ready. The league ain't ready. Right. What do you guys think? I, Mickey, you know, I've heard you talk a lot about how much energy he has brought into the locker room and, and how that team, the team was really missing his energy during these six weeks i think they'll be very glad to see him uh i think jerry jones uh pointed that out after the game in the locker room talking about uh the excitement he will bring to the locker room you know you talk about him playing or whatever but there's just some juice that he brings in there we see it the way he runs around like a little kid and everybody just kind of giggles and laughs and Joe no, Looney's kind of taken up that mantle while he's been he's gone. tried yeah, right yeah. he's tried but you got to do that because Practicing football is not fun. It, no. it's, it's it's boring, and you got to have somebody. That's what Michael Irvin brought to practice. You know, he he juiced everybody up, and I think that's you know something that not everybody can do it. And you know what we were talking about him being in shape. I bet he worked out harder. I'm guessing now, if all this stuff is accurate, than these guys who practice. Because when you practice, what do you get? Seven plays, and then you sit for two or three, and it's not constant movement, right? When you're rehabbing with Britt, it's harder than practice. It is. So I'm assuming if this trainer did his job, what he did minus the contact was harder than practice for six weeks. Scott Linehan should have picked him up for work this morning. That's the happiest person in the room. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Is that the happiest person or Dak? No, Scott Linehan is. Calling plays for him is easy. It's easy to do. There's so many things you can do more with, with Ezekiel Elliott running the football. Mickey's talked about it. Teams play you different. You know, we can't, you can't put that safety down in the box. You can't do this, can't do that, you know, when you play against Ezekiel Elliott. You know, every time you stay ahead of the chains, there's no negative plays with him. How many times did you get in situations during the six-game stretch where it was no gain? No gain. Especially early on. Yeah, no fourth gain. And, yes. fourth, fourth, fourth and a half yard. Yeah, yeah. that, that, game, that that's you think no, they're running empty and the Dak's running it? They handed it to Zeke. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 down on the goal line, that's a no question. That's fourth a, and one, Go. I mean, you don't get to fourth and one because he's banged it in on second down. Or he's first and goal in. at five. Yeah, yeah. He's in. He's in. And that's and that your, your ability to call plays is now different. You're back to that threat. You're back to staying ahead of the change. You're back to second and fours. You're back to, okay, if you're going to play me wide like Linehan's talking about or Garrett talked about, you're going to play me wide and take away the waggles and the boots, I'm going to run the ball inside on you. You know, you're back to, okay, wait a minute, let's see. Hey, uh, Lyle Collins, you've improved, but wait, look now, you just kind of flash block here. Oh, Zeke's past you. There's a six-yard gain. And Dez was exactly right in the locker room. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want to double me? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. just go ahead run and the take ball. your chances with Zeke up the middle. There's nobody happier than Scott Linehan right now. Absolutely. Trust me on that. Hey, that's a great segue. And, you know, before the show, I was talking to Rob. He had a poll 
earlier for these 42 days where he asked the fans what they believed would happen in this six-game stretch without him. Of course, the Cowboys did go 3-3, three and three, but the results, Rob, you got these for me. 68% winning record. Yeah. 28, 25% split, 3-3, three, three, which ended up happening. Yeah. And 7% a losing record, of course. The first three games, not so hot. The last three, very hot. Yeah, they were optimistic. Fans were optimistic, and I I don't think anybody expected them to pull themselves back up and win three straight games after the way they lost those first three. I, I, I think we said four and two. I, yeah, We'd I say think, four yeah. and two was good. Yeah. Three and three, you know, all right. You, you kept your head above water. But four and two was the goal, I think. Yeah. Four and as it turns out, that one extra win would mean a lot right now. Yeah, sure would. Absolutely. And they played hard. You know, those three games they lost, it's, it's those second halves fell apart um, for them. But no, no offense. What? Yeah, and I think yeah, but getting 500 yards passing one got, day. Yeah. You got Tyron back after a couple games. You got Sean back. The, that all helped as well. Yeah. So now you get Zeke back, and we'll see on Tyron. What game do you think they missed him the most? I'm going to start it off and think that probably the Chargers game. They were awful they second were, in the secondary. They oh. were awful. They they didn't they couldn't cover anybody. That, so that, would that, you that, say that, the Eagles or the? I think that I I'd, I'd say Atlanta honestly. Yeah, that's where they yeah. missed. Because I wonder I if Atlanta would have would have just unconsciously blitzed and rushed the quarterback the way they did. They, the, there's no threat. The it would have been less aggressive. Yeah, that would have that would have taken some pressure off Chaz Green. Uh, there's no yeah. doubt about that. That that, that that's the, the to me the Atlanta game because you run a little bit of a roll. You know, you were scoring points, and all of a sudden, then you had the disaster where you couldn't get anything going offensively. I think you make Atlanta play you differently. Was that was it ten seven at halftime? Didn't Atlanta like score yeah. right before right half? before they half were, took they right were lead? Leading. Yeah, I mean, it, it it you know there were it was just a bad uh, the San the the, the oh, San Diego again the 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 Chargers game to me that's when the the changes you had to make on defense in the secondary. That's when you just said you know we can't continue to play this way. We can't allow this to happen. The Keenan Allen having yeah. a day. Yeah, you know we can. You cannot allow that to happen. So, yeah, I think Atlanta was what the one game to me where you would have said, "Huh, okay, now try and sack me eight times or how many ever times they got me that day." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that they, you know, Dallas would have tried to run the ball. They would have held the ball. Maybe to help Dak. You know, I think Rob's right. It would have helped Chaz Green. This this runner helps the offensive line because no even when you miss your block. He's still to make it. He'll make it a positive play, yeah. you know. I mean, these guys don't miss blocks a bunch, but when they do, he kind of makes up for it. Well, you're talking about the offensive line, and of course, you know we are going to continue the Zeke talk all week long as we get ready for his return on Sunday. But injury update here: Tyron Smith, his MRI of his knee didn't look as bad. Jerry said as it could have been in there. Obviously, he's questionable as of right now. They're going to continue looking at that through this week. That, that could change a lot for this week. Of course, you know, he should be very happy with Zeke's return because that might make it easier on the offensive line, like you're saying, Brian. Yes. But you never want Tyron Smith to be out of the game. No. No, you don't. And, and they've seen with that. I mean, they've, they've managed without him before, but you saw, I think Mickey spoke to it yesterday, Byron Bellin at left tackle, they had to give him a lot of help. Yeah. Change the way, you know, your formations are and the way you, you, you scheme things up. So, I don't know. I mean, they were honestly probably fearful. Okay, let's make sure we rule out an ACL here, so that that's that's not an issue. But mobility wise, can could he be able to go this week? I, I mean, aside know. from a bruise, he's probably got a sprained MCL. Sure. And depending I, on the degree of it, you know, even if it's a mid mid sprain, it, that's usually two to four weeks. Yeah. And you can put a brace on it if it's a, a I don't know the degrees. Is third degree the least? Second degree, first degree. Mm-hmm. If it's third degree, you could put a brace on it, maybe get through. Just thinking about offensive tackles what, having to move lateral. Oof, what did, second, Jerry, did, Jerry, did Jerry call him week to week? No, he, he said, said day by day. He said he said we'll see about this week how he how he does. He called it questionable. Yeah. Okay, I've kind of got the vibe. It was really really week to week. And yeah. how he can how the pain tolerance there. Yeah, that's the question. That's what I got. And Iron Man Tyron, look at what he's dealt with. This As week. Michael Irvin says. Three seconds. Can yeah. You just give me three seconds. And to the standing f- in front of somebody. The fact you're dealing with a team that does have the players that they do have on the other side of the ball with Seattle. I mean, I don't know if you want Byron Bell dealing with Frank Clark all day. I really don't. I really don't. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the problem you have nowadays. 
you're playing against a team the last two weeks have looked really bad. Seattle. Prideful yeah, team, too. Very prideful team. Yeah. Th- this is not going to be one of those things where all of a sudden it's like, oh, Seattle's going to quit. They've lost two games in a row. Oh. I can't imagine them losing three under Pete Carroll. You know, they haven't. I don't believe they've had. Might want to check on that, Brian, before you say anything. But I, I, I just. I think it's a good bet. Yeah. This is one of those things where, you know, you look at who's across and you try and neutralize whoever they have. You know, you think about, okay, when, when the Cowboys play the Rams, think about Aaron Donald versus Zach Martin. Okay, that's that neutralizes, matchups. right? Yeah, it's all about matchups now. You know, that's where and, – and we said it earlier, though, that Zeke helps their offensive line. That, you know, it, it helps to a point. You also have to be able – you're going to have to throw the ball in this game. And you can't let these defensive ends, you know, Bennett and Clark, take over this game. Yeah, so – as we've kind of put the key word around Tyron for this week is questionable. Yeah, I, you, week to week really is what it is. Yeah, yeah and you and you saw what they did with Bell. You know, you run a lot of two tight end. You, how many times did we see Noah Brown in motion going yeah. to the left side? Well, Anything, he wasn't going over chip there to it, go out in a chip it, whatever you pattern. have to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever you have to, or do. run right at that spot. Yeah, so those guys got at least pay attention to the run yeah. yeah at this point on a Tuesday of game week you think that their game plan is most likely Byron Bell oh yeah I don't think Has I, to be. I, well they know yeah I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that Smith is going to practice this week we've seen it with uh, I can't imagine him you know, practicing tomorrow yeah <laughs> I mean that, yeah. that to me is that to me is just you know if he plays it's going to be we're not going to see it it's going to be Friday. It's going to be a, a Saturday walkthrough, and then him going on the field. They've done it with uh, with Collins, so I'm sure that they'll do it with him if they have to. Well, on the other hand, to bring you guys back up, the Anthony Hitchens injury doesn't look as serious as people may have thought. Of course, that was at the very end of the game, and it looks to be the knee will be okay. Now, we say knee because we haven't actually got confirmed exactly right. what it was, but uh, Jerry Jones said today he will play for yeah. Seattle, which, you know, hey, Looking to see that – what's the stat now up to, Mickey, with him, Hitchens, and Lee together? Is it 5-0? I think it's 5-0 yep. on the season when both of them are in the defense. So, hey, if Hitchens can go, that, that makes me feel a little bit better at least yeah. to face a Russell Wilson that might be saying, we are not losing a third straight game. Did he say he was ready to go or looked like he had a chance to play? I, I think I, he was optimistic. He was optimistic, yeah. yeah. But from what I that I didn't hear the Smith part. I hear the other one did it, seem optimistic. Yeah, the exact quote I saw was that he was he was you know just saying that Tyron questionable, but Anthony Hitchens doesn't look as bad as it seemed. Will play versus Seattle. That's good. It looked bad. You know, last drive. Oh, I thought I, that ooh. was you know not a good not a good. Didn't look. sound hopeful for Scandrick either. No, Scandrick, Irving, and. One more didn't sound as optimistic as I would think. I think Irving's got a chance. The concussion, two weeks, two games now. Is are you missed. are you calling on knowledge or are you just guessing? There? I'm guessing. Are you? I'm I hearing the other way that he doesn't. I, I'm thinking that, that I'm thinking this one might be not play the rest of the season. Wow. So you miss eight games in total from David Irving. If that well, is- let's see. I mean, again, this is I'm I'm just. I know th- it's it's day by day. Got to see how he reacts and how yeah. he feels. And- this this is one of those ones that I think there's been a previous concussion involved. Is kind of what I'm gathering. Mm. So this is will be two for the season if I'm if I'm getting my information right. You hear anything about Benson Mayowa? No, I did not. No one's even asked about. I know, yeah. poor guy went. He's out. he's yeah out. I saw it. I mean, when the he, back injury when. Uh, Garrett asked him after the game in the hallway, and he kind of shook his head. So Yeah. So you're giving the thumbs out? Yeah. Bryce, oh, Bryce Butler was the other one. Bryce Butler. Plantar fasciitis right there. He's been dealing with that for a while. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about him either. They seem to have a pretty good combination going right now. I mean, I know Bryce Butler, it had been probably better to throw the ball down the field to him instead of Cole Beasley the way they did. Nothing against Cole, but – Mm. Needed a guy to kind of stretch out there and get that one. That if was you pretty close. Like yeah. to see Skandrick back this week. I mean, could you see him the, back? Well, no. I'm just saying. The, the, Does he want to come back? We've been talking about how the young players have been playing, but they gave up some plays in this game. I think. Yeah. It shows. You, it's nice to have that experience back there if he can go. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, hey, you know the Cowboys are still in the playoffs, and we will tell you how coming up after our first break here. Stay with us after the break. 
It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed, they feel amazing, and if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or they're free, guarantee. Hey, Dak. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thank you, Rob. Yes, Christmas this week. Great gifts. Go get them. I think that all of these guys can attest to it. They love it, so... Highly recommended from the Talking Cowboys crew. Oh yes. All right, oh, sure. guys. I got an inno- I got an innovation that's going to make Talking Cowboys money. Don't say it uh, on the over yeah. the air. Right, you got me to tell you later. Yeah, don't don't. Yeah, put a patent on that first. Yeah, don't patent put a patent on. It. Don't give any of our talented how do we listeners get, any ideas. How do we get a patent? Go to the patent office. I think it's, it's a, a great idea. Washington D.C. Okay. How do we get into the playoffs? Well, <laughs> That's, you got a patent on that. Better chance. You got to get a patent on that because yeah. the Cowboys, they, of course, they did what they needed to do this week, getting that win against the Raiders. They continue. They will have to continue winning out, getting two and zero, going up to Philly, beating them, and of course, getting the win this weekend against Seattle. Now, Detroit must lose a game mm-hmm. that be either Cincinnati or Green Bay. Which Cincinnati's quit. Yep, Green Bay, Week Seventeen, an NFC South team be it Atlanta, Carolina, or New Orleans, must go 0-2. Who they got? Do we know off the top of They them? play each other. They all play each other, kind of. Carolina's got to play. Carolina's, Carolina's got to play both of them, yeah. New Orleans and. Yeah, I think Atlanta has Atlanta has New Orleans to end the year. And they got to play Carolina. And they got to play Carolina, yeah. They're the best bet. Now, the optimism here is what you had needed to happen this weekend did happen except for two. Cowboys, of course, won. Panthers beat the Packers. Rams over the Seahawks, but the Bears didn't beat the Lions, and the Bucks didn't beat the Falcons. The Falcons one really hurts because of the head-to-head exactly. on top of it, and you know it's more and more looking like Carolina's got that fifth seed on lock, or or New Orleans, one of the two. Well, Carolina's so, got Tampa Bay, so they're not going to lose two. No, that team's terrible. You really, you really were a Bucks fan last night. Every time you want to pull for the Buccaneers, like I said, just put the F in front of the B, remove the B, and that's what you got with the. That team. Creative there, Brian. I yeah. like what you're doing yeah. there. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. Very, very creative. Yes, the Bucks. Sorry about you. Sorry yeah. about yeah. you. But, you know, you really shook your head, Brian. You said, of course, Cincinnati's pretty much given up. So maybe. Yeah, they've given up. Their coach quit on them, too. Coach came out and said, basically, oh, I don't I don't think I'm going to be around Marvin next Lewis year. after 15 And years Green Bay's done. talking about benching Rodgers for yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah. That's so Detroit. Is that Detroit? Excuse me, Tay. Is that Detroit game in Detroit or is in? It's in Detroit. They're at Cincinnati and home against Green Bay. Yeah. Huh. Here we are. So. And Carolina is home against Tampa Bay and at Atlanta. Hmm. 
So once Carolina, um, Carolina's got ten wins, right? Yes. Yes. So you're you're hosed there. <sighs> Just have a great Tuesday. They would have no. to lose. <laughs> they have to lose twice, and they're not going to lose. Yeah. Tampa. Well, they're, look, mathematically, it's not over. Yeah, it's not no, over. No, you're right. But uh, I don't have New Orleans. New Orleans is they've got events. they've got Atlanta. Uh, Last game of the they, year. They've got a real easy game this week, I think. I can't remember who it is. I'll look it up. This I'll is look terrible. Right that I, I forgot should... my sheet. Nope. Falcon schedule. We got it. Let's see. New Orleans. New Orleans actually. Oh, New Orleans. They've got it. They've got. They got the Saints. I mean, the Saints have the Falcons at Christmas Eve at noon. Okay, so it's this week. So yeah. Atlanta plays in in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, but who's their other game? And then who's the Saints' second let's game? See, let's it's obviously see. Tampa. Is it Tampa? Bucks. Bucks. There you go. Oh, oh the Bucks again. Yeah. So you're relying on the Bucks there you to go. win put two the games. F, take the B out and put the F right there in front of them. That's why I said that's you got explosive audio. The only chance you have is Atlanta. And the only yeah. chance you have is that Gruden that they lose to come back for that last game. Put that visor better. back on. That formal visor, you know. Oh, he'll that? lose oh. a game for you too now. Oh, he'll, that's your buddy. Come on, he is my buddy. He'll go out there and lose a game on you every once in a while, though. <laughs> that formal. That's why he got visor. fired. He was rocking last night. I don't he think he ever lost. Good Bucks Ring of Honor. Man, maybe Gruden? you just need uh, Tony Dungy to be back for the. There you go. That's a much that's better. Good Dungy, Marinelli. Hey, we'll loan you over there if you're going to help the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, make sure all those other Tomlin. defensive guys show up. Yeah, Brad, Brad Johnson looked good, didn't he? Yeah, Brad Johnson now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we're sitting. But hey, that's where we're at. We're going to continue to look at this playoff picture. Got to beat Seattle. <laughs> you still cannot make January plans if you're a Cowboys fan, but. Or are you? Or or us? None of us. None, None of us. us. None yeah. Of us. Well, let's move to a new segment we have here, and it's called Sorry, Not Sorry. <laughs> and we're going to go over like a few things that are happening right now, either with the Cowboys or in the league, that people are mad at, but they're pretty awesome. First, we're going to start with Jack Del Rio has come out and said that he is not very happy with the fact that after Sterator gave the first down notification, he had a smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, I don't like it. The guy with the camera was right there, so how can you look at that and then get up with a smirk? I don't know. That was very hard to take. Sorry, not sorry, Jack Del Rio. It worked in the Cowboys' favor. <laughs> you know what? I think the Cowboys were looking at that, too. Like, what are you grinning at? I don't think anybody liked it that much, to you, be honest. I was talking to someone. Because he was thinking about the irony of I was the one that cost him the playoff game with Dean yeah. Blandino's ruling in Green Bay. Yeah, now was, I've got to do this. This guy's a showman. I said that yesterday. Do you know there's in that in the broadcast room where we yeah. do our fan report? Uh-huh. There's a stack of index cards. Yeah, they've been there since we. Since there's yeah, we always do. They've them. been there for a year. I've used them before. Stocks and index card just went extremely. Just put up. a cowboy star on them. But and sell them in the pro shop. That's what that guy is. He's a he's a showman. He he's like okay, yeah, you, know, you saw him. His sleeves pushed up and. They see those holding and, you know, he's, he's one of those guys. He's always, you know, he's part of the, he's part of the, the, the show. Do we need to read the, the pool report again? No. He no. answered the same question Five over, times. over and over. They kept trying to say, okay, well, I didn't need the card to tell me. Are y'all, oh. are y'all still like just kind of baffled by that whole thing two days later? The no. card? No. Just I the whole it. thing. I it, love it. It was amazing. But wait, just call the first down. Wait till I not. tell you my innovation. We're yeah. going to have, we're going to come up with something. Okay. Off the record, so you guys can't. I don't blame Del Rio for that, though. I don't. I mean, I would. If I was, if I was, if I was a Raider front office guy, and I'm looking at Sarah's whatever, and he's like, he goes, "I'm about to tell you, world, you're gonna get, you know." But you know what? The Cowboys. I'm telling you, they were, they were also like, "What are you, what are you smiling at?" Like this is, this is Jason talking to Jason Witten was. He hit him in the butt, didn't he? Didn't Witten butt pat him? Witten was hyped. Yeah, Witten like slapped him in the rear. Think about that. 15 years in the NFL. And how many more chances is he going to get? And it comes down to a piece of paper. And it's just yeah. the whole thing was just crazy. Well, Witten you know? was good last night with Brad talking yeah. about how he kept staying in the guy's ear. It's like, okay, come on now. You owe us one. Let's, let's get this right. Come on, Gene. 15 you years. Yeah. And he said, I, you know, I got to know the guy because I'm a captain. I'm right. out there for the coin toss all the time. So he said, I got to know. Let the me guy. ask you this. But he it, stayed in his ear. Did it look short? No. No, it was a bad spot. I think they would have won the challenge. Oh, easily. And all that muddle. Didn't yes. you see him stick the ball forward? Oh, I mean, I've seen it before when Zeke did it in that. But, but I, I was not. I think they would have won the challenge, too. I mean, I looked like Dak was forward. But, man, I was thinking, how do you, you know, how how, you, how often are those reversed, though, on 
Garrett said fifty percent yesterday. Didn't he say third? Third down, huh? Third down. No, that was a fourth down play. No, the play before when Witten reached, it was oh. a first down, and they reversed it. Oh That's, no, he was short though. But, right? but he was. But they had called it oh, a first it down. A, boy, that, that that guy had a rough two plays in a row. I thought. Yeah. yeah. You have the Raiders was it the guy on the far you. side on oh. the Cowboys, Cowboys sideline? Side. Cowboys sideline. Because I was going to give kudos to the guy on the Raiders side. No, because, Cowboys sideline. No, I said kudos because he recognized right away if you, it was a touchback. Yeah. He was the guy, 29. Yeah. yeah. Panali or something like that. Pagnelli? Yes. Yeah. He One had the Italian touchback. Brothers he had the touchback. There. He went right up to Steratore and said, Another touchback. Italian brother of yours. Absolutely. We're, we're running the league. Let me tell you this. If you watch, if you watch a watch replay out. of the tape on the fourth down push, the line, the guy coming down the line runs into Cole Beasley. Oh, yeah. As Beasley's doing the fake, the jet sweep fake, Beasley knocks him. He's coming down the line as a first down, and Beasley knocks him off his path, and he has to go around him and then comes back, and he's really not on the same path. These officials, I tell you, your livelihood every day hey. is your livelihood are guys throwing a ball around. Brian, you seriously, it is. They're umpty, throwing a ball, throwing a ball. Dumpty last night. You continue to create perfect segments here because okay. our next sorry, not sorry, <laughs> is the catch no catch rule that oh. we will never know the answer to. Mickey, you're talking about last night, but Sunday before the Cowboys kicked off, everyone was in complete. I don't even know what the word is. Shock. Shock, I guess. Yeah. With the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers-New England Patriots game ended with the catch-no-catch rule being forefront at that argument. Man, will they ever figure it out? Yeah, they did. They were very consistent with what the, how they ruled on Dez. It was no catch. See, and that's the problem right that there. That was the is, precedent. Is that the precedent is inaccurate. Right. And so you're judging off of something that is wrong. It's so just, it will it's stay wrong. inaccurate. That right. Guy, and that so, guy took two less steps than Dez did. Yeah. So as long as it's Dez comparison. It was no catch. Right. Man, will you ever beat the ground? You know, I keep hearing that. That's how you, you beat the ground. You the thing it. about the Dez catch is that it was called a catch on the field. I think that's the main exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Man. So that's why I said when I saw that, it's a no catch. I, To me, I think I understand what a catch is now. If the ball, if you do, if you go to the ground and the ball is moving and the ball touches the ground, it's no catch. So don't even reach yeah. anymore. Just well, go to the ground. But that's what I'm saying. But if you if the if you have the ball and you're you're juggling it as you go to the ground and the ball touches the ground with your hands on it, it's a no catch mm-hmm. unless your hand is completely under the ball. Because if that ball moves, if the ball moves and it touches the ground, it's no catch. That's I've, I've figured this out. So you should be on the competition committee. That's why the catch, the catch that they ruled. A I catch wish I was on the competition. Sure, the catch they ruled was a catch for the Raiders yeah. that they challenged. Yeah, it should have been no catch. See, to me, the ball that, touched the, the ball. Touched cone, the cone See, that's of the ball. That's why I thought Garrett. That's why I thought Garrett challenged the play, and he said he did it because it was such a huge play in the game, and he he said, "Hey, I got to gamble here." But what I saw in the studio at the start, it looked like the back end of the ball hit the ground. Yes, and Nate and I were going no catch. No that's catch. What, that's what a lot of people were saying in the press box, too. Yeah. Ball, the back of the ball hit the ground with his hands not underneath it. No catch. That's a rule. That They just showed you that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense. That's right. It does make sense, sir. Who Sorry, is that, by the way? That would be Will Ferrell. Ron Burgundy. Oh, okay. Thank you. A.K.A. Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, not sorry, Aaron Rodgers. His return was not as triumphant as most were expecting it to be, of course. I mean, it was remarkable to me that he even came back from the injury on his throwing shoulder mm-hmm. and collarbone to be eligible to play in Week 15 of the season. That's incredible. How many How many games did he miss? Well, he went weeks? down Six. Week 5. They said on the broadcast he was throwing after four weeks, which Aikman said is incredible. Yeah, yeah Aikman like, was just six blown away. Well, Romo came back. Yeah, That was on his non-throwing shoulder, though. So that's what a lot of people were focusing on. Right. And I think what you saw, he made some plays, and he kept him in it, but it was similar to Tony. He missed some throws. He, he made bad just, decisions. There was, there was rust there from maybe a seeing things standpoint, right. throws. And, I don't uh, think it had anything to do with the bone. It had to do with not playing football for that long. And maybe it's in your mind, too, because with Tony and with this one, it wasn't fully healed when he came back. And you're gambling, and you know it. One hit to that thing, and you're back on the shelf again.
because Romo won the first game back, right? And then got Miami, right? Got and then got hurt against Carolina on right. Thanksgiving, right? So, yeah, the game at Miami he looked and he looked. Remember, it was kind of kind of shaky that game. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't throw three interceptions. Nope. You know, we sit here, and last week we talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers and what it would mean for the Packers. Of course, I, I guess it's fair to say they're out of the playoff contention now. They're out with their officially out. out. They're officially, they're officially not out. fair. It's accurate. Yeah, because I know the Jets are officially eliminated. The Cardinals are officially eliminated. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of teams got. But yeah, Browns. The, the Packers. The Packers. Yes. San Francisco. Packers. Why does San Francisco keep winning? Jimmy Garoppolo is the hero we all needed. Yeah. Sorry, what? not sorry. They've got their. Qu- they've got their quarterback. You think so? Yeah. What would you trade him for, Mickey? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you go up to Washington. Oh, you want them to trade him? Yeah. But what did they get for? What did they give up for him? A two. Why would well, you trade a franchise quarterback? I'm just asking. Yeah. Why, why would you why trade would you, him? I'm just asking. If, would you, maybe you like Sam Donald better. Maybe somebody you like Rosen. A, somebody gives me a first. No, I'm saying, could, could you get the same deal that you got for what you got with golf? Well, I think you What's his, what's his contract more. situation? Oh, he's got to be resigned. Okay, so as Drops. opposed to yeah. drafting a guy top five, who then you get five years on a reasonably right. price deal. Right. Interesting. Brian's always could could out. you could you get could you get a could you get a haul like you got for Wentz or for Golf if you're the 49ers? and and you need the quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But would it allow you to draft the quarterback that you want that 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 you could potentially want. But if they keep winning, they're not going to have their choice. Mm. I think they're fourth right now in the in the in the way it's going. Maybe they know the answer. They don't care. That's their guy. Let's play him. You mean Or maybe they need to play him to find out up? about him. Yeah. Yeah. No. I so think let him play the last was, two games and make a decision. Sorry, not sorry because that one goes to Kirk Cousins. He thought you right. know, his guy Kyle Shanahan was going to go ahead and yeah, bring him up there. But there's enough teams that need quarterbacks. I they think that, I think that Kirk Cousins. Why can't the Redskins just say, "Hey, we like you, Kirk Cousins. Stay here." Well, they fired their GM. Their GM was trying to get something done. I know that for a fact. That's a mess right yeah, now, too. Yeah, and the fact that the guy who is actually the president and GM is terrible at his job. Mm. Bruce Allen. You sorry, are not sorry, Bruce Allen. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, just three game win streak, shows up to his post game press conference. Do you guys see the look he was sporting? No. You know, a lot of times, and I, I got to respect Jimmy Garoppolo because we see the Tom the Brady. Cam Newtons. No, we see the Cam Newtons. We see these flashy guys. Who else, Mickey? Who's flashy in their post game press conferences? I'm trying to think. Tony Rummel used to wear his hat backwards. Yeah. So, you know, you see these guys. Jimmy Garoppolo shows up to his third win press conference wearing a button-down denim shirt and just a white V-neck. It might have been Tommy Jan- Tommy John V-necks because they are the best. Yeah. Am I right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The best. So, you got to respect a guy who's just like, yeah, uh, San Francisco, I'm your goat now. And uh, just very, very cash. Well, maybe they don't have to. They don't have a rule about having to wear a suit away from. I the thought stadium. maybe he went Tom Brady where, you know, the wife dresses you and he's well, got like the London fog jacket somebody, on with the collar popped on it. And somebody stuff put like that. together this compilation that during his time that he's been at the 49ers and the press conferences he had, uh-huh. how many times he's been asked about, did Tom Brady tell you? Did Tom, have you uh, asked Tom Brady? And every time he's like, uh, no. Yeah, not not spoken to Tom Brady about. Tom's my good outfits. to talk to though. Yeah, Tom's got some flair to him. Tom, Tom, do you ever listen to his interview on before Sunday night and Monday night games or Thursday night games with Jim Gray? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, That's the goofiest. Yeah. So my suspicion is they tape that in the afternoon. They do. Yes. They're not calling Tom Brady. Yeah. At Tom Brady's not sitting seven thirty yeah, at yeah, night yeah. waiting for. And Jim Gray must he must be getting paid a lot of. I mean, oh, Brady's sure. getting paid a lot of Absolutely. money. Absolutely. Because some of the Absolutely. questions he yeah. asks them, yeah. it's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And and he's ready for him. Like oh, sure. he must get the list. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Because he parries them just yeah. beautifully. Yeah. He Thanks is Jim it, for asking me about the avocado yeah. dessert of the week. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. No, I listen. It, it, it is. You're right. And another one. Sometimes is, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll tell you another one, too. The, and the, the receiver, one with Fitzgerald. The Fitzgerald's another one that's yeah. kind of like. And they ask oh. Larry his opinion on other games. And I'm kind of like going. Yeah. Does Larry have a lot of time to be watching other teams play? Well, and kind next of, year when he's and, 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 on and the broadcast. His standard lead into his answers is, well, Jim. Yeah, well, Jim. 
And it just, it's just. It's so these aren't softballs? And like they're no, he, he tries to ask really hard questions, and, and, and he doesn't answer them directly. Right. He just kind of, well, and he gets off on a tangent. Huh. Yeah. When we come back, we will have Rob's Twitter poll, and we will get into the GOAT we all know and love now, Jeff Heath, how he got his name, and why you guys just need to accept it. That's next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Oh, do you know something about Papa John's Pizza? What? Buy one, get one free. Going on right now. Like that. Two for the price of one. That means you get double the pleasure on the veggies that are always fresh and double the pleasure on the pepperoni that's always 100% pork and beef. And with ingredients like that, go for that two-in-one from Papa John's. Two and one. Well, I think you just had two answers for your Twitter poll today. Very simple, Tay. Sunday night, yes or no, was the craziest Cowboys game I've ever seen. Guess it depends on the age of most Cowboys fans that were hmm. participating. You can go back, what, almost 60 years? Team With 58? Me? For the whole, no, I mean, oh. the whole, <laughs> you go, anybody can. You, I go back to 1972. Go back to 72. Since 72, is that the craziest game you've ever seen, Brian? Actually, the uh, ooh, uh, the, the, the Clint Longley game where Staubach got knocked out of the game when we didn't know what concussions were and he's kind of like laying on the field. Mm-hmm. That that game against Washington with Clint Longley, I, there's no way. I, I never believed that we were going to win that football game. Not with Clint Longley at quarterback. So, yeah, it was crazy from that aspect. But that uh, 1974? 1974, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mickey? What's the craziest game you've ever seen? Um, How about the Tony Romo six interception game? Or fi- five, five interception? Five. five interception? That was crazy. And they and they and, and they, they called it. Yeah, they kicked the field goal and then they call a timeout. Then they kick it again, right? Yes. That was a Icy. that was that was kind of a crazy game. Yep. Did Garrett ice his own kicker that day? No. Or or Wade? No. Oh, what was the? That was the game they lost. That was Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, that yeah, because yeah. the because the special teams coach and the kicking coach came running down the sideline yelling at doing? Garrett to call timeout because they weren't going to get the snap off. And, right, and then he finally relented and called timeout just yeah. as he was about to kick the ball. Yeah, uh, the ice bowl is pretty crazy. Yes. Now it wasn't all these goofy plays that right. came back, but the whole thing was crazy. Um, How about the Denver, the Denver Dallas the Denver game? game the yeah, 51, 48. 51 48 game was pretty. It wasn't crazy. crazy. It was you know back and forth, but, but the, the plays in this I, game I was think, just so. But Romo's strange. interception with two minutes to go, you thought they were going to win the game because yeah. Denver hadn't stopped them the whole day. No, no, and all of a sudden you're thinking, 
oh, Romo's just going to lead him down the field here. This one's over. And wasn't that a bad route by, by was it? They threw it Miles? inside. It was Miles kind of, somebody, whoever ran the route. They threw it to a tight end. Oh, it was. He didn't square it off. Yeah. He, he angled it. Yeah. It was supposed to come straight across. Yeah. Was it Was it uh, our, our guy who, who's no longer here? The um, guy from San Diego State. Oh, Why, Escobar. I, yeah. Was it Ga- he sold yeah. the ball to Gavin Escobar? Escobar. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The rookie. So what's your vote? Who are you? See, my vote is no. And I got to say, the craziest Cowboys game I've seen while working here, because, of course, you can see all the other games and different things, is the Cowboys-Packers playoff game last year. That was absolutely nuts. This was a 13-3 and yeah. team. Yeah. This was a team that had home field advantage through the playoffs. May that be first first round bye. Yeah. Everyone's hot. I mean, they come back from a point deficiency. You see crazy rules like the Bryce Butler rule. Yeah, Different guys are making plays that haven't all year long. Talk about Jeff Heath. He tries to take down Rodgers. Rodgers is just too powerful to take down for him. Yeah. I mean, that was a psychotic game. And what it meant for this team to make it to the NFC Championship, I I think that Define crazy. Just a wild finish. Things... Things you've never seen before, and you can argue. You can argue. Third and twenty. Two. Third and yeah. twenty with Jared yeah. Cook, but last the other night, obviously the paper moment. And have you seen a walk off touchback in the end zone? Fumble by a quarterback. How about a team scoring three touchdowns and having all three called back? So they had more touchdowns called back than they had scored. Mm-hmm. When was that? At uh, Oakland. Oakland. They had a touchdown returned. Oh, I see for, what you're saying. They had a, oh, a yeah, return yeah. for a touchdown, yeah. a pass in the end zone. They got called back for inter- offensive interference. Yeah. So I'm going to take your vote as yes. What? Yes. Okay. Craziest yes. you've ever seen. That's it. That's impressive. You've been covering this league a long time, this team a long time. All right. The fans said 51%. Whoa, no. can I have one more vote? Can I have one more vote? Yeah. Real quick. Tell me about the game that Dallas lost against Detroit where Romo kept throwing interceptions. And Det- they were up on Detroit like 28 to uh, – Bobby Carpenter got an interception. That everybody accused him of throwing to his buddy to help him out. Yeah. But oh, th- th- there was a game uh, where there, where Dallas was yeah, up huge yeah, yeah, yeah. against Detroit. Yeah, I remember that vaguely. And then they and Weird. Romo just kept throwing interceptions. And Detroit ended up winning the football game. And they kept throwing the ball when everybody said, oh, you should just, run, just run the football. Yeah. It happened in against Green Bay, too, in that same year, I want to say. Well, I think- <laughs> at half, they were up, and that's when uh, Matt Flynn was playing quarterback. I'll throw in the 86 yeah. game against the Giants when they kept going downfield and they kept getting – they must have gained like 100 yards on a drive, mm-hmm. and because of like four or five penalties, three holding on Phil Posderick, they kept right. coming back, and they ended up losing 17-14. They won one more game the rest of the year, and the Giants never lost a game, including the Super Bowl. They had wow. the same record. Well, the number one offense in the league. As you can see, there's a lot of different choices. Mm-hmm. The fans voted 51% no to 49%, and we got – that's probably the most voted poll we've ever had, and we got probably 150 people just giving their opinions. Did they Did they give their games, the ones that yes. said no? Yes, and we appreciate The most yeah. common ones – Besides Sunday night was 07 Romo against the Bills, five picks. Yeah. Denver 2013. And oh, poor coach Leon Lett. Miami Thanksgiving. Oh, there you go. 1993. Yeah. yeah. There you go. A lot of Romo games, though. See, and why I had to say Seattle? No this poll? Seattle, too. Yeah, the, Ro- the Romo dropped. 2014. Yep, that was one or of no, them. you're talking about the playoff game. Yeah. How about the game in 91 when they beat Washington and Washington would have gone undefeated had the Cowboys not beaten them and Troy Aikman gets hurt and Burline comes in in the third quarter and they beat them 24-21. Also, it was pretty crazy because they got a – it was the first time they'd ever completed a Hail Mary – or Troy ever completed a Hail Mary – because he hated throwing them because right. they always got intercepted. They got intercepted. And then your quarterback rating went downhill. The Hail Mary game was on there, too, by the way. Can't, can't forget that one, 1975. And I, I just had to say no because for the most majority of this game on Sunday night, obviously the playoffs, you know, hanging there, your season's on the line, so that always brings excitement. But for the majority of the game, you're just like, the Cowboys were making dumb mistakes. Like, no, you had a fake punt on fourth and eleven Steve from Flicker? your own twenty-four. Yeah. We can start right there. Flicker. You had a interception yep. return for a touchdown that Beasley barely touches the guy's back and got his dangling mouthpiece, which right. would have counted. Chin strap, right? The chin strap. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the mouthpiece. 
was out on oh. his on his on his face mask. Um, I mean, there were so many plays uh, that. How many times was the ball on the ground? Yes, and Dallas didn't even get the ball. Oh, the fumble! They had fumbles. like three fumbles, yeah. and the only one they got was the one that the, ran out. I was like, this out team of is going to lose this game. Des gets a forty-yard catch when he only has had one other more than twenty the whole season. I mean, we can go on and on and on of the crazy stuff that happened in this game. Jeff Heath had an opportunity to recover a fumble earlier, didn't, and then he redeemed himself. He did redeem himself. Car Rice. Car runs for 32 yards yeah. on that play. Yeah. It brought it up. Jeff Heath redeems himself to have one of the top five games of his entire career. Top five moments, maybe. But I thought I'd, I'd highlight some others. Of course, Jeff Heath, he is on every Cowboys fan's radar now. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he wasn't before, he definitely was after he stepped in for Dan Bailey in San Francisco. Yeah. The kicking game, that was incredible. He's He's got a very much a love-hate relationship with Cowboy fans. He does. No, the Cowboy fans have it, not him. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they, there's, there's fans that... If you really know what Jeff Heath is, you should respect the way he plays. I mean, two-time and, and, leader of interceptions for the team. Is he going on three-time? Does he lead the team right now? In picks? I never pay it. I he, mean, I, he's got to be up there. Believe he does. Yeah. I mean, it, that's incredible for a guy that, like Tay said, really just doesn't get any credit for what he does. You know? the, the pass he knocked down away from Crabtree in the end zone, he saved the game right there. Not only did he save the game at the last play to knock the ball out of the guy's hand. But you go in the middle. Look at that when you get the all-22. Look at the middle of the field. They throw the ball to Crabtree, and, and, and they're, in a bad, they're in a bad shape defensively, and he comes across and knocks the ball out of Crabtree's hands. And it wasn't like his guy. He it wasn't his guy. Play. He just read the play, yeah. Playing free safety. But, and it was, yeah, it was basically they were trying. Anthony Hitchens got hurt on the play. You know, that's how. I mean, it was, it was crazy what was going on inside there. And. Yeah, he 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 got a on the on the on the uh, on the punt on the fake punt. He's the purse protector. The guy loops all the way around and is free, and he blocks the guy to get Chris Jones to the wall. Jeff Heath three, leading. Mm. Just telling you, he's one over Anthony Brown. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Brown should have has should have six. Oh my god, isn't that amazing? Three is Jordan the team Lewis. leader. Yeah, they have three. Well, look what the Oakland Oakland had. Very little, too. Their they opponents got, have 11. Yeah, but they picked off two thanks to Dak's arm getting hit. Right. So you had a list of Jeff Heath goat plays? Oh, yeah. The next one I got is the extreme scooping score he had versus the Giants in 2013. Yeah. Back when he was just mainly a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. No one really knew who he was, and he put himself a little bit on the map for Cowboys fans there. Mm. Right. You guys remember that? Mm, I do. Do not. <laughs> I was out of the game then. Ball went to the flat, and I forgot who made the tackle over there, But the and then it was on the ground. And he just, yeah, he grabbed it whoop, straight up the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is my role. And, and I no one caught him. Nope. He can run. Here he is in 2017. Then I got the pick sack versus the Packers in 2016. I mean, guys, it was another go play that we were able to see mm-hmm. from Jeff Heath, 38. No one expects it. Two picks versus Tampa Bay in 2015. Remember that. A game that ended in a loss 10-6. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wasted that effort. And it oh. was the opposite of what you said earlier. Because in that game, he had kind of been the hero of the game after, you know, he, he gets a pick on Jameis Winston. And then he's the zero of the game at the end. He gets when, a call for holding, right? For holding. Oh, that's right. So yeah. instead of redeeming himself, he did the opposite. Yeah. 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 But I think the ultimate play that he will be remembered for for quite a bit now will be this tackle on Derek Carr. Yeah, and and and, and it's is a outstanding play. He they're they're playing trips away from him and he's playing too deep. They're playing man underneath and he you got to give Awuzie a lot of credit for where he was positioned. Awuzie did a great job on Cook over there, the big tight end, and Awuzie is battling him off the line and he did such a good job that it allowed it allowed he to kind of focus in on what was going on inside. And once he saw break the pocket, now he takes off. What helped him on the play was Carr pumps the ball to Cook. And, it, and when he did that, it kind of slowed him up a step, and it allowed Heath's angle to, to improve. And then once he reached, well, Jeff was right in the middle of his back, but – Boy, really, really a nice job, though, of a couple of things happening the right way. Awuzie's coverage, 
the pump fake, and then him taking a really good angle to the ball. Yeah. And you know what? And it was one time um, a hold that wasn't called benefited the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Because if Crawford hadn't got held, he would have sacked Carr. Right. Because they got pressure from the other. No, they were together because they had moved Lawrence to the right side. Lawrence is right. It was inside. It, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. Pressure came from Taco and then also Lawrence right. on the play. And yeah. Crawford would have had him. I think seventy. My, I was looking at it, and, and he like tackled Crawford, and he would have sacked him. So they right. still would have been in field goal range. To right. At least tie the game up if they didn't score. Right. So, yeah, it benefited him. Everyone kept saying, man, I can't believe Jeff Heath. That was the fastest I've ever seen him run. So I looked into it to see who the fastest player was actually for the game for the Cowboys. Chris Jones, baby. Yeah. Clocked in at 20.05 miles per hour on that fake fake punt run. Which which, which website's according to that? They do that every game. It's who? Sports science. Yeah, sports, sports science. science. Yeah, sports game. science. They, 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 they time get. It's like, you ever seen when they hit the you ball in the outfield and the day. guy runs against the ball? They show how fast he was running. And they get that on every yeah, play of every, every player. They make great t-shirts. Yeah. That we don't. That we don't take. Sports science. <laughs> sports science. Mickey, come it's on. It's accurate. Yeah. Does uh, Chris Jones make the Pro Bowl tonight? I think he should. My vote is yes. I do too. Do Who's be, a better yeah. punter in the NFC, John Hecker? They'll just go look at the stats and that's how it'll end up. Yeah, the guy that's tenth in net yards or tenth in average punt. But he's yards. the puntisher, man. I, I'm with you. They do not return the ball on him. That's, that's right. something. I mean, they're, they're, I think it was below. I think the Cowboys are first in the league in punt coverage. I think if they if, don't, it's less than ten yards. If seriously. special teams coaches were voting on it, mm-hmm. he'd make it. Great because they too. they they value the the very few return yards he gets. Yeah. But the but but it's 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 punting it out of bounds. Directional. Directional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but when you look at average, I didn't bring it with me. I mean, he's surprisingly like tenth or so, something like that. Didn't you look it up the other day? I did. Yeah. I think they've only given up ten ten or so yards for the whole season on return. And he's had the least. He's had the least punts returned. Right. I think that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. Because his net's not great. Right. Uh, it's not the return yardage. It's the fact that a lot of times he's kicking, trying to down it inside the 20. He's a great weapon. I mean, this was the first game. Well, Witten talked about it last night on yeah. the show. He said, hey, you know, the special teams here don't get enough credit. Guy flips the field on him, you know. Should get credit for running the ball. Yeah. That's twice now, right, this year? He threw the other one. Oh, he threw. That's right. Yeah, they put they put Bryce Butler out there against Philadelphia and threw the ball out in the flat. And Bryce pushed off mm. is what yeah. they did. So, yeah. He's well, a weapon. Oh, Chris Jones is a weapon. You're right, though, uh, Rob. We'll have to see tonight who is going to be a pro bowler for the Dallas Cowboys. How late we got to wait for that? Not very late. They announced it at 7 p.m. Central Time on NFL Network. Will it take all day? It'll though? take, yeah. Nope. They have to drag it out. It's kind of like the selection show. It ends up being an hour <laughs> an hour show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just well, kind of like got to go with each individual guy. It's Scott to yeah. send us. Good luck with that. The results. You get Scott to do that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I'll call you guys then. Yeah. Be very appreciated. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't say beforehand. Oh, like okay. right at seven o'clock yeah. instead of having to watch the whole show and they go one by one. Yeah. Yeah. We so. can probably expect that the Cowboys will still be pretty well represented. If you're talking about, of course, the stats. Well, the fan votes. It does count as one third now. And the three offensive linemen who stay consistent in that Pro Bowl still won the fan vote. Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith. We've got a guy in scouting right now, Andre Girard, five-time Pro Bowler. You make it once, and you, you've got that reputation. And right. I, I fully expect all three guys to make it again. Do you think people know who Demarcus Lawrence is? The tank is coming for you. Because sometimes you got to do it like twice, like the first time you have a good season. No yeah. one really recognizes what yeah. you do. Oh, I but think if, you're leading, if yeah. you're leading the NFL at points throughout the season, don't you, doesn't that... I think, it, I, think, I think exactly what you're talking about, Mickey, though. People look at the stats. They, they look at that and they say, okay, who is who are yeah. the top? Calais oh, Campbell. Yeah, yeah and they've heard of him. Yeah. They hadn't yeah. heard of Demarcus yeah. Lawrence. Well, I mean, unless they really... But the Cowboys are on TV so much. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've, you've seen him But play. I mean the other teams, not just the fans. I mean the other teams. Oh, I think other teams players. The rushers coaches. are. I think the other teams know who the rushers yeah. are in this league. Well, we we have to rush off this show yeah. as we get ready to segue on to Cowboys break, which is up next. So stay tuned to that. But we will be back, ready to go tomorrow. More Zeke updates and so much more exciting Twitter polls. 
Stay tuned to that tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,